Hey everybody, welcome to the Sour Mash podcast uh, brought to you by Sour Mash Tours. Uh, this is Dylan Miles, Danielle Hunefeld, and Andy Hunefeld. And uh, for any of you who didn't listen to our first inaugural podcast, uh, we want to tell you a little bit about uh, what Sour Mash Tours is. Yeah, what is Sour Mash Tours? Well, we are Louisville's only guided walking bourbon tasting tour. Uh, we take groups on Saturday afternoons uh, to three different bars in the Nulu, Butchertown, and soon the Whiskey Road neighborhoods. Um, you get to try a bourbon flight at each place. Uh, they all have a rhyme and a reason. So uh, these two guys here on the podcast with me, they carefully curate our bourbon flights to tell a little bit of a story. Um, along the way, you're going to learn about the bourbon. You're going to learn about the neighborhood, about the bars, uh, and have a lot of fun. We do happy hours. We do private events and more. We also do blind tastings. So we're in the midst of the Sour Mash 16, our last podcast we announced the bracket. We have 16 of our favorite bourbons from the past year or so, and we are going to try to determine which one is the best. We've gone to painstaking lengths to make sure this is a blind taste and nobody's biased when they're tasting these products. We divided the Sweet 16 up into two rounds. We're gonna announce the results of the first round, uh, the, the Bardstown and Loretto brackets. Uh, those four matchups during the first half of the podcast today, and then we're gonna come back for a second half and announce the rest of the Sweet 16. Um, the rest of the results of the Sour Mash 16, not the Sweet 16. Um, so a little bit about what we did. We wanted to make sure again that we didn't know what we were drinking. So we did, I'll call it a double blind tasting. I don't know if it fits the exact definition of double blind tasting. We are far removed from college. Yes. So <laughs> we didn't, when we were tasting the bourbons, not only did we not know which one was which in the matchup, we didn't even know which matchup we were tasting. So at any given point, we could have been trying one of eight different products and we didn't know. Um, so I feel like these are very impartial results. We weren't colored at all by our previous perception of maybe what a product should taste like or should be better than the other one. Um, Dylan and Danielle, do you guys have any thoughts on the process here? Was it, uh, do you think it met scientific standards? I mean, for me, I'm a little more of uh, a new taster. I'm getting into bourbon and I'm not as uh, seasoned as uh, you two are. So for me, yeah. You should have said I'm, aged. Aged? aged <laughs> appropriate, bourbon appropriate. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, not as aged as you guys are. But um, yeah, I mean, you, you literally could have thrown these to me in the bottle. And just <laughs> I would not have known. Um, so yeah, I thought it was great. And uh, hopefully my choices aren't too far off from your all's, but... We'll see. So one of the things that Dylan mentioned, and I agree 100%, is tasting these totally blind. I, I pulled some flavors that I don't think that I would have otherwise gotten. Yeah, absolutely. I think some of the uh, some of the descriptors that I wrote down in my notes um, I, were words that I've never used on a Sour Mash <laughs> tour before. So uh, I'm really interested to see uh, what comes out. So you're actually going to be uh, seeing this ha or listening to this happen live so yeah. as we reveal the results we're going to be uh kind of reading off of the bracket so you're coming on this ride with us so right now all of us know which matchup was which um but we don't know which bourbon we voted for and we sure as hell don't know what bourbon the other two people voted <laughs> for so as we reveal these results it's going to be exciting for us and hopefully the listener as well 
Um, so should we get to it? Yeah, let's get started. I'm a little bit nervous. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I have no idea how this is going to work out. So this is, this is great. Starting in the top left of the bracket, we had Blanton's Gold versus Old Fitz Bottled and Bond. This was matchup number two in our um, in, in our blind okay. tasting here. So where did everybody vote? I voted to start it off mm -hmm. for Bourbon Bourbon A in this. I voted for B. I voted for A. Oh, so voted for A. Okay. It's, um, the, it's this. What did we think? This of, one, right? No. Yes, two. Number, number two. two. Yes, I voted for A. Okay. Uh, I've got some straight vanilla nose uh, on the nose. Um, apple and sour candy, a sour apple candy, I guess I should say for that one. And that was a giveaway for me, which yeah. bourbon A was. But for A, I honestly got a, a, an ashy, like non-pleasant taste. Interesting. Uh, when I first tasted it, I did not like it at all. Um, and ashy. The, ashy, yeah. I, you know, I'm saying almost like you're scraping a barrel and taking a drink of it. So with B, the nose really stuck out to me. So I got like a really strong butterscotch taste, even though the, the or butterscotch nose, even though the taste really wasn't all there. So I had to go on just that, that taste alone. So um, mine are a little different. My notes are a little different <laughs> than your all's. So for the A that I chose, um, as these guys already know, um, one of my smells is French Toast Crunch. Those of you who uh, maybe grew up in the 90s are familiar with French Toast Crunch. I don't think it's on the shelves anymore, which is a shame, uh, but it's a super maple-y smell. And I got that French Toast Crunch strong. It's like sour, ma or I'm sorry, uh, cinnamon toast crunches crazy cousin yeah they come yeah. in and, and they looked like the little <laughs> they looked like little french toasts and, yeah. and it was it was a fire door. you guys yeah. and um for for b um i just got like an older taste like i don't know how to describe that but it just tasted like woody mm. okay cool. all right, all right so let's see so bourbon number a in this tasting was indeed the blanton's gold all right bourbon b the old Fitz bottled and bond and again old Fitz bottled and bond is one that we taste on our tours and i get strong cocoa yeah. baking spices on the palate and that's what i grabbed from this um so by a two to one maybe a little bit closer call than most people would have thought uh blanton's gold will survive the opening round and move on to the round of eight and what i'll tell everybody out there is that it's not always the price point that gets you Correct. <laughs> I mean, Dylan voted for, for the old fits. Well, sometimes it's... It speaks uh, to the quality of that $12 bottle against yeah. an export yeah. that I had to get it from across the Atlantic yeah. Ocean. Absolutely. Sometimes for me, it's just how strongly it smells like a childhood cereal. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, any of you who are listening who maybe aren't as uh, nuanced in your tasting or your, or your sniffing of bourbon, uh, join the club. I'm right here with you, so going to be some interesting notes from me today. <laughs> All right. So moving down the Bardstown bracket, we have 1792's 225th anniversary edition, uh, Kentucky exclusive release. Came out last year against a very specific single barrel pick from Red Castle Liquors in Old Louisville of, of Knob Creek, 120 proof. Mm -hmm. uh, again, that Knob Creek has actually got a little bit more age on it than mm -hmm. you might think. That's a, uh, a 12 to 13 year product, according to the shop owner, even though it just says nine <laughs> on the front. Um, so what did everybody think about this matchup? This is number four on your scorecards. Uh, I said A. I said B. 
And I went with A. Um, a had a, a very sweet nose. Uh, it was a very, this was the closest call for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the 8-9 seed, so that, that, I guess makes that kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I wrote down close call. This was the first, uh, first matchup that I tasted, and I got a very sweet nose, um, a lot of buttery oak is the way I describe mm-hmm. the taste. Uh, Bourbon B was an even sweeter nose, mm-hmm. uh, but it just didn't have as much going on in the palate, so I went with A. I, I, my A basically smelled like a barrel. Like if you walk into a warehouse and you smell some of that like angel share, like syrup on a barrel. Um, that was literally the first thing that I, that I smelled. And the taste was a really strong, nice like vanilla. Uh, and B was uh, bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. I, I had to spell that in my head when I wrote it down for the nose. Uh, and then I didn't get a lot on the taste, so uh, I had to go with A. So I chose B in this one specifically because it was a lighter, smoother, sweeter mm-hmm. bourbon. And those are the types of bourbons I like. It was giving me a, a raisin bran. I'm just playing. It, <laughs> I'm, just it trying to, I'm just trying to think of other cereals. <laughs> um, the A for this one, the only thing that I, could, that, I, that I wrote on this was that it was a harsher taste and a little burn. Mm. And... I don't feel like I can really taste anything whenever it's a spicier bourbon mm-hmm. like that. Okay. So I would... I ch- that's why I chose B. And and I really liked it. It was mm-hmm. like, this this one was maybe my favorite. B on, was your on favorite? Of, of all of, all of the bourbons. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you voted A? I voted A. I voted yeah. A. So, so, can, can so my, favorite, my favorite Danielle's bourbon favorite on the left side of the bracket is, round. is, yeah, is not being chosen, but um, this full disclosure, was, this is just the one that I like the best. This was indeed though the, the closest matchup mm-hmm. for me. It could have gone either way. So first, let's reveal Bourbon B, which was mm-hmm. Danielle's favorite. Danielle's favorite. Bourbon B was the 1792 yeah. 225th anniversary edition. Nice. So Dylan's cousins that he mentioned on the last <laughs> time at the Rick House uh, were correct, at least for Danielle. T- yeah. That Dylan and I both went with the Knob Creek Barrel Pig. This Which was is, yeah. this was a tough matchup. I think yeah. Knob Creek's going to be a tough out as yeah. this tournament goes on. And that doesn't surprise me. Like I said in the last episode, Knob Creek's one of my favorites, one of my go-tos. Uh, and so, yeah, not surprised that it so, moved on. Slight upset there. We have a, yeah. a, a 9 I'm eight. slightly upset. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, it really doesn't matter, but I'm actually uh, glad to know that I like 1792 as and much as I do. And bird. we have about yeah. uh, half of a bottle still at the house. Bless. So, there you go. Where yeah. is that again, Andy? Do you want to just reveal the rest of the So address? if you guys need to get here, you're going to make a ride on. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, moving down the bracket, we have um, Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. B-517, the Whiskey Advocate World Whiskey of the Year. Not just the bourbon of the year. This was up against scotches, up against rye whiskeys, up against Irish whiskeys, Canadian whiskeys. Um, and this one emerged as the top. Up against Early Times Bottled and Bond, which does not have quite the fanfare as the Elijah Craig. That's the, the Brown Foreman uh, semi-special release that came out early last year. Uh, 100 Proof Early Times. So on this one, I... It's number three on our scorecard. Mm-hmm. I went with A again. Oh, uh, it's my third straight A vote. I got very, very strong notes of honey on the nose. Um, this was another close matchup for me. Uh, that honey carried through to the palate. It came off a little bit flat. There wasn't a ton going on there, but the, the nose was good enough to carry this one through for me. I, I went with B. Um, I, my tasting notes say uh, for A was delicious. And for B, it was more delicious. Uh, <laughs> and I also think this was the last one that I sampled, if that lets you know kind of where we are Your right tongue now. is numb, yeah. and you're like, better. Delicious, not so delicious. 
Um, so I also chose B for this one. Um, so B gave me some maple. It had a smoother Damn. finish than A. A, but I did right on this. This was a tough matchup for me. This was the closest call. This was the hardest choice because I did like A, um, but it was a little harsher for me. It lingered a little longer on the tongue. Um, so I chose B for this matchup. Danielle, I'll put my nose for uh, for B was maple syrup. Mm. So yeah, okay. right there. Yeah, okay. So bourbon B is moving on. Mm -hmm. Let's see what bourbon B is. Ooh, this is exciting. Here we go. Bourbon B is the Elijah Craig oh. Barrel Proof B five one seven, the bourbon of the year, bourbon of the, whiskey of the year, whiskey of the year. Yeah. I guess by definition, it's also bourbon of the year, right? <laughs> <laughs> and of course. A was the uh, that early times bottled and bond. I I voted for A, and if you listened to the podcast yesterday, that was my upset pick. I thought maybe early times could knock off the Elijah Craig, um, but it didn't. The the other votes carried there. So it's all rigged. The the whiskey advocate whiskey of the year moves on to the round of eight. Um, not a surprise. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say so. That's not not no. an upset. But uh, like the first matchup, a little bit closer. Mm -hmm. It's definitely noteworthy and worth. You know, three matchups into this, nothing unanimous so far. No, we've had at least yeah. one dissenter on mm -hmm. every single match. Everybody's so. palate's has different. Has it been one of us? Has it been Two a to different one, one of us that's it's been, been a different person? Oh, no, it has. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Could this be the one? This, this could might be, be the, the one, one that we so all agree on. The last matchup mm -hmm. for this half of the podcast um, is the bottom of the Loretto bracket, the five seed, four roses. This is the silver dollar pick, OESO. Uh, recipe from Four Roses against Russell's Reserve Tenure from the Wild Turkey Distillery. Mm -hmm. um, this one, I again, this is number one on our scorecards. Mm -hmm. Went with with A. This was tough for me. Um, so th this was another close matchup, but I, I voted A actually on all four matchups. <laughs> I um, I went with A for this one too. Uh, I had a nice oaky nose and like a fruity uh, fruity taste with it. It was kind of nutty. Uh, really enjoyed that. And uh, B, I got a very quick uh, flavor that kind of hit you and then was gone. Uh, and I didn't really care for that much. I wanted something that lingered around a little bit more. So, yeah, A made sense. Okay, so this was tough for me. Um, but this was tough in a different way because I didn't love either one of these. Mm -hmm. um, but I chose A. Oh, there it is. Um, so I also, I also got a little bit of like an, it's an oaky flavor it smelled it was another one that to me just smelled older mm. which i don't know exactly what that means but in my <laughs> mind it makes sense um it was a little spicier on b i actually wrote not my jam but there was like <laughs> a lot of cinnamon um and just a harsher aftertaste so b was actually the only sample of the day that i felt compelled to add water to there, mm. i just got a very very strong alcohol burn on this it softened a little bit when i added the water but not a ton mm. Um, and I voted A, so this one's unanimous. Uh, it's interesting. To, we'll, we'll see what the results say here, but Dylan mentioned a fruity note. Mm -hmm. One of the characteristics, allegedly, of Four Roses OESO is a, a fruity flavor. Yeah. Danielle mentioned that it smelled older. That's an 11-year bourbon versus the Russell Reserve is 10 years. 10 years and, ten years and 9 months. 10 years. 8 months. Yeah. 10 years and 8 months. Danielle can smell 8 additional months. I can months. choose. Eight months. You know, if it's days or months, I know. You know, 
I'm going to know what's older because I'm a, a very um, seasoned taster, as you guys know, um, an aged taster, as we might say. Um, so if anybody's going to see, going to tell what's months older, it's going to be me, as you guys so, know. Okay. So let's let's reveal the winner of this five twelve matchup. So nervous. Unanimous. Unanimous. A bourbon is the Russell Reserve. Oh, 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 oh. Stunning upset. So we five twelve upset. Five twelve upset indeed. So the Russell's ninety proof versus the four roses at a little over one hundred and twelve proof. Wow. So that's why I guess I felt compelled to add alcohol, but it, or I'm sorry, add water <laughs> to the alcohol. But it did not uh, didn't do it for me. So the the Russell Reserve in the five twelve upset. That's what you typically see. Absolutely, in the that's NCAA what you see tournament. in the NCAA. And it was uh, unanimous. And this is go. March Mashness, guys. Been Hashtag <laughs> trademark. Dylan has been itching to say March Mashness since he walked in the door, and he finally got to. I love TM, 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 TM. <laughs> All right, so. We're, we're complete with half of the matchups here. The, the Blanton's Gold moves on as expected. The Knob Creek Single Barrel from Red Castle. Elijah Craig Barrel Strength, B517. And the Russell Reserve 10-year um, to round out the Loretta bracket. And that's that, that kind of does it for the first half of this cast. Do so we want to take a break? or Yeah, let's take a quick break. And uh, when we get back, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor. Sounds good.